0: If you love Haunter's Podcast, then you will love the Hard Work Works Fitness app. It's available in your app store right now for download. You can purchase a membership for only $10 a month, and that'll get you three new workouts every single week, designed for minimal to no equipment at all. It's designed for all ages and ability levels. You can literally work out anywhere in the world at any time as well. There's no contract. You can cancel anytime and even keep all of your workouts. Hurry up and download the Hard Work Works Fitness app today and join the hustle right now. Welcome to Haunter's Podcast. A show dedicated to Universal Studios' Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunter's Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful and with me is a legend among the legends, the pizza fry maker himself, Mr. Zach Hilton. Mm, And those pizza
1: fries were so good, Zaddy.
0: Oh, they looked good. And if you all are like, wait, what the hell are you talking about? Well, we've had a YouTube page that we haven't told you about for a while. And uh, National Pizza Day was this past weekend. And Zach and Brooke put together some pizza fries to make us all remember what HHN is all about
1: yeah we were uh we were sitting back and we've been threatening about putting uh like cooking content out on the channel and we actually have more stuff we're going to do down the line like we have some uh disney villain snacks that we're about to start but uh Uh, ironically enough pizza pizza day was that day and i was like i'm gonna go buy the stuff to make it and we made the video so if you haven't checked it out yet go to our youtube page hunter's podcast we made our pizza fries it was pretty much the ingredients that um hhn universal uses but i think we got really close to it i'll be honest i think i think they tasted as good as the uh hhn ones i'll be honest they
0: looked Just as good. And I was uh, a little jealous because all I had for National Pizza Day was a picture of pizza to look at. (laughs) Because I celebrated 24 hours, well, like 12 hours ahead on Saturday night with my family. Instead, I was like, can we wait till tomorrow? They were like, we're doing it today. Tomorrow is pasta. Uh.
1: (laughs) Man, they are really like hardcore when they come (laughs) like
0: they're in control well i usually let them be and i felt kind of bad because on sunday as well for pizza day i was like i gotta go into work and do stuff so uh Mm. i'm not gonna be here so and they were like good we'll have pizza tonight i was like, i could pick it up tomorrow no tonight okay 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 so, hey, you're, hey, it's their world. You're just a squirrel. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, daddy. I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> but you can follow us on other platforms as well, besides YouTube, where the videos are. Uh, we are active on Twitter, at Haunters Pod Facebook page. Oh, I'm
1: getting so close to you. Are you? Oh, that's oh, cute. I, I haven't God. even
0: tried to gain any followers. <laughs>
1: uh, you're going to start paying. I, I think... You're
0: going <laughs> to pay for Twitter followers. No, no. Actually, I've been on a fun little uh where am i at right now because i've been on a fun i've seen my numbers
1: 2015.
0: okay you know where i'm at on that that's not what the one that i'm paying attention to my following i was sitting at 666 so i unfollowed somebody to get down to 665 i'm at 667 now because i started to follow uh one of the new guys at work which put me back at 666 Uh so i was like i can't have that so then i followed the xfl Uh, So I can be sitting at (laughs) 667. (laughs) So I don't care. You
1: have an account to follow. Yeah, I know. I'm not even
0: mad about that one. So yeah, I don't, I haven't been paying attention to who's following me, but thank you if you have personally followed Mm -hmm. me, but yeah, I'm all about, I'm like, I can't be following 666 people. That's just no, no. Has to be below or has to be above. And I refuse to go over six. Uh, I refuse to get the six seventy. So it's like, eh. so sorry to three <laughs> listeners out there. If you hope I follow you back and you follow me,
1: ain't gonna it's,
0: happen. It's Jack. just, it's just. Well, who knows? I might be. I might go in there and delete uh, some of the some people that do follow me. Like some of the people from the beginning. I don't know. I'm following weird crap. I think I still follow the New York Times. I don't know why. It's, a, it's uh. all good.
1: I was having a nice little old Twitter fight with your friend Slightly the other day. Oh,
0: I saw that. Yeah, the Oscars. Uh, I, yeah. I hate to tell you this. I I might have sided with Slightly on that one. Um, no,
1: we saw you. We saw you do the heart there, but at the same time, it's okay. You're wrong.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's okay. You're wrong as well. Uh, it won as many no, awards right. as it it's, won. It won as many awards as 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 the Dark Knight. Uh, so. Congratulations to Joker for doing the same amount of awards as the Dark Knight. Okay. Yeah, good for them. Uh
1: hey. So you uh, sound so hating about Joker. I'm not. I'm not. I just I'm not. I'm not like legitimately. No, in all honesty, when I made my tweet about it though, was legitimately it hadn't won all night. And this is the two things I'll say about the Oscars. Everything that won won exactly what it needed to, and B. All I wanted for Joker was music and actor, and it got what it wanted. So yeah. it got shut what up, it should have and slightly.
0: It got no, I'm saying it got what it should have gotten. It seemed like you were pulling for why isn't it sweeping the night and why isn't it winning this or that? And I was like because no. it does it shouldn't have even been up for costume when you when Dolomite is my name have better outfits. Like I get it was a nice costume movie. But I saw how did Midsummer not get nominated? Like that's what I thought you were tweeting. That's how I interpreted oh, the tweet. That's no. why I was like, I think I I was slightly on this one. It, it it no, it shouldn't be like it. It came across as you hoping that it had won like seven awards, and I was like, it, no, it, 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 my entire no. <laughs>
1: my entire poll for Joker was a. It needed to be nominated for everything it was nominated for, but B only needed to win Score and Actor because that's absolutely what it deserved out oh. of any wins.
0: Oh, all right.
1: Well, no. isn't it? Isn't
0: it nice to have an actual conversation with somebody civilly because we never yelled at each other about this, uh, yeah. and uh, figure out that it was just the one big you know, misunderstanding that I, wow. I, I took it as you thought that it should have gone 11 for 11. And I was like, nah, it should it It won what it should have. And every, and honestly, the bigger surprise to me was, again, I still haven't seen parasites. So the biggest surprise to me was if 1917 lost and I've been walking around going, that is the best freaking movie of the year. Then how damn good is parasite? <laughs> like, right. like that's right. what I was thinking at the end. Cause, cause when, when Mendez lost for director, I was like, Oh, 1917, will get picture. Cause I thought they were going to split those. Right. So when Parasite swept, I was like, "Oh, that's the shock of the Oscars." <laughs>
1: like, yeah. No. No. I was. I was actually like, it's nothing against 1917. I haven't seen it yet, so I have nothing to bring to that story. But I think there's been a lot of war movies over the time that, just like how you said, how there's been plenty of uh, Hollywood movies kissing their own butt. Yep. So when when Parasite won that's the first time in a very long time that I saw a movie win that I said to myself, okay, got to watch it immediately. Yep. Um, So my whole goal this weekend is to watch that at some point. Um, But I like, honestly, I think, I think Brad Pitt deserved best supporting actor and he won that. Uh, everybody's been talking so good about parasite that like, it kind of deserved the win. Now, yeah. 1917 won all those technical awards about, you know, the kind of filmmaking it did. And I it went, even without seeing it, I know that's what it kind of deserved.
0: Yeah. So, Deacons Deakins was the big one. If Deacons didn't win, uh, I was going to actually
1: throw something. I saw at you my TV. tweet that. I saw you tweet that.
0: Yeah, that it, you'll when you see it, you'll understand it because I'm OK. Like I can handle Mendez losing best director. But Deacons mm-hmm. was the one that I was like, dude, it, there is no way you cannot give this to him for what he did with that film. Like, it's... Right too damn gorgeous to be like, yeah, we're going to give it to whatever film over here. So that's where I was like, oh God, you want a Joker to win that? No, no. Oh, no. Like that's how no, I interpreted no, no, no. your tweet. So I was like, Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. I was like, no. No. no, 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 no. Like I said, like, I think movies need to be nominated and that's enough prestige for something. So the fact that Joker was nominated for 11 kind of just automatically right there says, yeah. oh, that is a good movie. Oh yeah. So I was more being defensive about it because, you know, he and like some other person was like, oh, that's not it's not a good movie. And I'm like, you can't sit here and say something's not a good movie when it's literally nominated for best movie.
0: Yeah. And so, and, and had the most nominations going into the award ceremony, which was the most for a comic book film since the last one that won two of its right. most nominations with The Dark Knight. You know, like right. it, it made an impact. It it was and I'm with you as well. That's why I was like, "Why is he so mad? Like, he got 11 nominations. It yeah. got part of yeah. the Oscars, and this is part of why I was pissed. Like, Dolomite got looked over, and Midsummer got looked. All the things that they well, did in the freaking open that they put in the open. That's, oh my god, I
1: was livid when I was just watching. I was like, "Wait a second, why is Dolomite a part of? The oh guy? my Wait, god, why is why is Midsummer a big part of this guy? Us is it the background, like." Literally, all these movies that you're celebrating at this point are not nominated for one thing. That's why I gotta give it up to Natalie Portman and bordering all those directors' names, yeah. the female directors' name. I'm like, it was a very like, what are you doing, Oscars? Yeah,
0: it's it's a. Uh, I will say this. I don't know what your take is. Uh, I think it was the. It's one of the worst Oscars I can remember in recent years. Like, just from beginning to end, was a total. I don't know what the producers were doing because that mm-hmm. open seemed like they were like, haha, we heard your complaints that we screwed over these movies. We put them in Yard. the opening number, though. See, they're still at the Academy Awards. And it's like, that's not what we wanted. We, yeah. I wanted Dolomite up for costume because if you were going to screw that film over, it still deserved a costume nomination. Midsummer yeah. deserved more than being snubbed. But good God, man, Napita Nwango deserved a hell of a lot more. Lupita Nyong'o deserved a hell of a lot more. Like, come on, man. Like, it, that oh, that yeah. drove me up the wall. And then by the time they got to the the visual effects and they came out, Corden and Rebel Wilson, I was like, this show really has no clue what the hell it wants to be or where it wants to go or what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, I, I don't know. To me, it was one of the worst
1: ones I can remember in a while. Uh, I'm Yeah. And, I, think, I yeah. think it being hostless is a gimmick that needs to go away because there needs to be a Captain like a captain running the ship oh, and yeah, y- the fact that you're like, okay, well we'll just keep putting out comedians out there to do a couple of the wars at a time. That should settle. It. it really doesn't. So I think it needs to go back to Oscar hosts. I think they actually need to listen to other, other things that deserve nominations than just like five. I actually think you need to do seven nominees for everything because Mm, that
0: would make the film that would make it so much longer.
1: (laughs) No, no, I don't think so. I think if you, I think, because here's my thing, if best movie can have up to nine nominations as you know, movies go, I think every other award needs the same. I'm not saying you need to like have um, a video montage of the nominations and then the, the presenter go, here's here's the nominees names again oh that was you ridiculous I mean? like, that was
0: ridiculous man the double yeah. the double montage oh dude just
1: yeah. no just get to it i no. think i think if you just go up there here are your nominees you have a picture of everybody and then you just say it that's easy peasy. not everything needs a video
0: montage no it doesn't but uh overall academy awards happened you and me both <laughs> both both seem we we've gotten we've gotten the one thing that seemed like it was going to make this episode very tense, very awkward because we really haven't spoken much uh, yeah. about stuff over the last couple of days just cuz my parents yeah. were in town so I get I kind of just go silent on everybody around me. Uh when that mm-hmm. happens so I was like, we need to clear the air to start this thing off because uh,
1: <laughs>
0: we haven't spoken, and this could get very hostile very quickly. And I could, I could all of a sudden just hang up on you and uh, finish the show <laughs> off myself, type of deal. Uh-
1: <laughs> and then i just record my own. yeah
0: that it turns into uh competing with who, who which which oh uh, yeah. and, White and,
1: NWO Wolfpack. Uh, and Ridge, i'm totally going
0: wolf pack because i you know i was i was i was, I was you know damn right man i'm wolf pack uh, yeah we get it you're a
1: real lex luger oh
0: oh how <laughs> dare you sir how dare you, deep cuts? Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> but there is, uh, there is other things going on, not Oscars related, but haunt related. And before we dive into Halloween Horror Nights news, there is some um, some other Valentine's Day type of haunt stuff, I believe, Zach.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely So in Virginia, where we are based off uh, There is Frightmare Which we had Mark on at the end of the month of January Talking about Frightmare, Love Bites Well, this is the weekend for it So February 15th in Chesapeake, Virginia Love Bites brought to you by Frightmare Just go find their Facebook, more information It starts at 7, if you're in the line before I believe it was 10 uh, They'll make sure you get in so, Frightmare in Chesapeake, look for them on Facebook, Twitter, Frightmare VA. Also, going on all month long, starting February 14th, uh, every weekend, Friday, Saturday, there is Spooky Acres, which we went to Spooky Acres Scarrel, uh, Christmas Scarrel. And now they're doing a Valentine's themed one. So you've heard us talk about these great, great hunts before. So make sure you go support them. And if you go this Saturday, the Frightmare, Zaddy himself, Zach Hilton, will be there. So maybe we can all go through this hunt together. Mm. Um, but if you do not live in the area, if you live in Florida, Oklahoma, stuff like that, make sure you go to hunts.com to look up any local haunts by you possibly doing a Valentine's Day event. So, that all being said, let's get into some HHN goodness. So, HHN is actually going to be featured in something this March. Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. So, basically what's going on is, you know how there's a D23 uh convention yes that's the the disney 23 one out
0: in anaheim right
1: yes well universal is but nbc universal is basically picking up on that and doing Mm -hmm. their own called peacock live because as you know oh god wait 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 isn't it peacock yes it is peacock (laughs)
0: yeah that's how you have to describe it that's how you have to say it that's how they advertised it it's peacock (laughs) live. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, oh if, if, if some of you are listening and like, what the hell, go watch the, when they release the name video. Yeah, Yeah, you'll get it.
1: (laughs) Ridiculous. So Peacock Live is the first ever fan festival showcasing the best of NBC Universals, past, present, and future, taking place March 28th through the 29th on the legendary Universal Studios backlot. Peacock Live will give fan yes, will give insider access (laughs) to the latest and greatest of film television, sports, lifestyle, and theme park experiences. So The theme park part of this, there's going to be a Universal Parks and Resort Resort Global Preview. There's going to be a making of theme parks attraction. But also, the final panel that we're going to talk about, there's going to be a Halloween Horror Nights panel. So, this is what I feel. What I'm feeling about this, and a lot of other people are speculating about this because, um, you know, Robin uh, Josh from disnoids already talked about this, but, um, I'm, I just have a great feeling about this as well, is that this is the first announcement for HHN this year, because usually their announcements are at the end of March, very beginning of April. And this just is the perfect atmosphere to announce something so i can see them doing the panel and then also saying okay first announcement here's the video video goes up and then the video will also release thinking we're getting our announcement how about you
0: i uh i think we're gonna be getting our announcement or some form of announcement uh as well i did see something else though that kind of suggested that uh the fool could be coming around that time that they could make the announcement about the fool for April 1st. So there's that possibility that that could have be the first announcement that they plan on doing, but Mm. it's something they do at Peacock live. Uh, (laughs) And uh, you know, that becomes it. But either way, I think it absolutely, it makes sense that that would be the launching point for that. Especially if you're going to do a panel on Halloween horror nights, it's kind of one of those Mm. where I feel like it, they could do it the same way that like Feige dropped like, it's like the whole thing is like, yeah, this is Halloween Horror Nights throughout the course of the years, da-da-da-da-da, which we will be talking the retro 94 uh, doing our look back a uh, little bit later on in the show. But like, it could be them kind of doing that as well, like, oh, this is how it began, this is where it is, and da 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 da, da. and then you think it's over, and then at the very end they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, here comes blah-blah-blah. You know, kind of the way like Feige right. was like, oh yeah, by the way, we're doing Blade. Uh, and everybody was right, like, what the right. hell? Like, I thought this was over. Like, I could, like, they, they could pull that trick as well. But uh, I, yeah, this, obviously, this, this is, seems like the launching point for uh, some type of announcement saying, hey, you guys ready for HHN? Mm hmm.
1: Well, I see, I see definitely at the P.T live uh they would announce the house the first major uh thing and if the fool because i saw the rumor of fools too because i went on to hhn unofficial.com that's right. ironically yeah they uh did an article today about uh jack uh coming so maybe just maybe they do an announcement about the the big the big IP property at Peacock. And then maybe on April Fool's, we actually get announced the icon. That would be pretty badass actually. That would. Yeah. Um but also sticking with uh HHN unofficial.com, uh earlier on February 8th they uh talked about that the UK HHN tickets are now on sale with special offers. Um, so I think we are just around the corner for ticket sales here in America. But what was cool about the looking at the UK ones, they do have the buy one, get one free going on there. OK, that's so cool. so I think the buy one, get one free is coming back. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I think we're going to end up getting the BOGO unless if we decide to do the frequent fear, that will be a discussion for you and me after the show um, because it's well, it's not that much more. Expensive.
0: No, and I see that it if it it's a lot of the dates, we're going to be there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, if it's running Sunday through Friday, like, when we're going to be there, maybe it is worth just doing that, yeah. and we skip the the express passes instead. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that, though. Uh, BOGO is coming, which is what I wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all kind of wanted uh, that to hopefully come back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But that's pretty cool. Did you die? No. (laughs) You were gone
1: for a very long time. No, I was
0: right there the whole time. I was just reading the, uh, I was reading that article because I'm on HHN unofficial as well. Ah. So I was just doing some some math, doing some stuff in my head, doing a quick little uh, once over on it. Like it, like, my typical me not prepared Ty- typical, you. <laughs> typical me unprepared but uh yeah no that'd be pretty okay. badass uh that's cool though so yeah because obviously those deals will come to us as well so uh we'll discuss yeah. uh frequent fear plus uh okay. a little bit later on as well but uh is there any more hhn news for us to uh, cover this week not uh, uh
1: not at the minute not okay. that i'm seeing so okay
0: all right well uh do we want to time out or do we want to dive into uh the next topic which comes from uh our fan bernard
1: uh let's just uh take a break and then we'll come back all right it. all right all right well
0: that's a good way to tease it because bernard asked us a question we'll read it to you next and answer it on hunters podcast
1: hey there podcast fans i am cassie and i'm the host of Disflicks and tidbits my solo movie podcast about disney company movies from the past present and coming soon and all the little extras movie news and experiments on nostalgia in between come for the childhood memories stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies new episodes every other wednesday tune in to Disflicks and tidbits subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found And
0: we're back, Haunters Podcast uh, at Haunters Pod on Twitter, Haunters Podcast Facebook, which didn't mention it before. Zach, did you mm-hmm. see? I actually posted something. Screw the, uh, you know, as much as I love that, uh, Scott. The, yeah, he's he's doing a great job. Uh, I did happen to catch something that I shared, pretty cool thing. A kid in England just turned ten last week. Wanted his dad to pick him up as Jason from Friday the Thirteenth from school. Dad obliged. Nice.
1: Yeah, dad obliged.
0: I, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yes. Um it's it's just a short little video. It's yeah. nothing crazy, yeah, it's but like uh forty five seconds yeah, long. Yeah, it just shows the uh dad obviously walking hand in hand with his son. It uh what
1: what is that? Is that Jason seven or eight? Um actually I don't even think it's an official Jason because the jacket looked tan and yeah. I don't know a tan jacket, That's- Jason. <laughs> But the makeup looked great and all of that, like the hockey mask looked good. What I was actually more impressed with is when they were walking by the cameraman, the cameraman was asking questions, but like Jason was no selling like he was Jason.
0: No, no. He said, and it's funny because uh, the kid's dad actually said he freaked out uh, and kind of didn't want to talk about it. That's why. So like he no sold it because he was more like freaked out about it. He was like the Uh, dad was more scared. Yeah. Like the dad was a little more scared about it. Because he was oh, like, Oh yeah,
1: uh. giant psychopath mask wearing machete wielding killer yeah. going to a school.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh... That's pretty badass, the though.
1: Balls on him. That's pretty
0: badass, though. But, uh, well, I, I he did call the school, and the school, though, did say don't come up to the door. Oh. Uh, so the, he he was smart about it. He he didn't just yeah. walk up to the front door, but they said don't come to the front door. So, uh, <laughs> had to meet him like down the street. It was kind of it's pretty, it's either way, it's 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 a story that you could find. Uh, I know I saw it on Fox News yeah. and CNN, I think, has it up as well now. So, it's out there. You guys can find it, but it's definitely on our Facebook page. Uh, and if you think that. That was a weird request from his son. Uh, We get requests all the time from our five-star, our top-tier Patreons, the key masters uh, of our Patreon, which you guys can become a part of. And by being a five-star, you do become a producer of the show. You can throw us questions uh, and ask us what you want, kind of like that young kid asked his dad to be Jason. And Bernard came through with a question for us. Pretty simple, just asking kind of which HHN is better. East Coast or West Coast?
1: Yeah, and he asked us this and I did a little bit of research on uh, our side where this is a very difficult question for me and Wonderful specifically because we haven't been to HHN West Coast. So really all that we can go by is uh, online stuff, videos, things like that, but there's so many out there. I mean, we could spend hours and hours and hours doing it. So to keep it simple and keep it just, like, contained, we watched a Ghostbusters walkthrough of the West Coast, and obviously Mm. we went through Ghostbusters. And that's the most recent, I feel like, the fan base listening right now can remember that house. So I think that's what we'll discuss house-wise through it. But... There's also other factors to come into play here. So I say we just dive into this. We'll leave the house for the end. And then we'll just maybe come in and give our own feelings. So one thing about the West Coast that I can already tell that I am not going to enjoy is the actual splitting up of the park. Like there is a high ground and low ground. Like so much. You always want to get the high ground. Right, you do. You learned that from Revenge of the Sith, baby. <laughs> um, but like there's massive uh escalators going down the mountain and stuff like that. And I just kind of feel like it splits up the park. Now you've been to the West Coast Universal. Oh god, theater. but I was I was
0: I was so young and so I, I just actually was talking to my parents about this over the weekend, as weird as that is. I think we I was seven or eight or something like that. So, you know, memories, but I always wanted to go back to California because my memories are faded on. I put my hands in Jim Carrey's hands in front of the Chinese theater. I saw Mm -hmm. William Shatner's star. I remember Ventura Boulevard. I remember eating on the strip. I remember it rained at Universal and we couldn't see the Waterworld show, Uh, (laughs) which made, again, it's raining. I can't see the Waterworld show Dry land is not a myth. Like, come on, man. It's freaking water. (laughs) It's freaking water world. Uh, So.
1: That's the, that was scariest, the, the scariest. That was the best recalling of that. <laughs>
0: oh, you're welcome. But that is probably <laughs> the scariest thing.
1: <laughs>
0: Bringing up Waterworld, the scariest thing we've done on this episode so far. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> but it's 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 a faded memory. So I kind of remember like Bruce is right in the front when you walk into that park. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's really, like, legitimately the only thing I remember. And the freaking shark didn't jump up as well uh, when we did the tour. So I I can't really speak on behalf of that park that hard, but... I I, I, want to go back. I do want to go back.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to go. I'm just saying from videos that I have seen and content creators walking around the park, the whole split up section kind of throws me off. Like, they still have a city walk. They have an opening of the park. And then, like, escalators go down to a separate section. Like, because I think the top... Uh, part will have like a house or two and maybe scare zone or two, but then everything else is at the bottom. So separating it kind of seems weird. And that's why I like Orlando's like, it's just, it's a big circle and you get HHN through all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's my first thing. If for you with the separation, do you see that as a kind of hit towards it? Or do you, do you prefer one to the other of what you would want?
0: I mean, since I only kind of am familiar with Orlando, um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna be gentle on this one and say it wouldn't really deter me. I don't think it would play. It would just like I would just plan differently. With Orlando, it's easy to plan Mm -hmm. kind of around the circle. I feel like it would just require a different plan out there of attack. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, that's fine by me. I can, I, you know, I can adjust to that. But if I do it one year and then I'm like, oh, this, this just sucks, then i then I'll come back and be like, yeah, no, bad. But right. as of now, I'm kind of like, eh, it is what it is, you know, because there are other things about um, the California at least Halloween Horror Nights that I've seen over the years that kind of bug me, and it's more so, uh, seeing, watching the walkthrough of houses compared to our houses.
1: Okay, and we'll again we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll second. get to that. We'll um, get to that. So I'm But here's my second thing, the um kind of population as I will call it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in Florida there's a couple of times that you see celebrities walking around and stuff like that. Um and it's very like small. Like it's not it's not Hollywood size, but I feel like in Hollywood there is an abundance of content creators, actors, musicians, but like pop culture icons in general go to the event and i wonder if the the meddling of all that kind of also takes a little a little little the mystique out of it, if you will, um, just because like I feel like scare actors would focus on them if they're walking through or if the camera and I know like they have media nights just like Orlando does. But I do feel like there's more times um, creators do go outside of just media night. You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, but I actually think that that makes
0: it cool because to me, like I'm like, if you live out there and you're working at that park, chances are it's not the first time you're seeing like a celebrity. Like I, I remember I worked out in the Hamptons one summer uh, back in mm-hmm. Long Island, New York and mm-hmm. Chevy chase came in and I'm not going to tell you the stories of that, but if you know the stories of Chevy chase, yeah, he is that type of, uh, he's that type of person, but it oh, was, wow. a, it was a yearly, a, a, it was a yearly thing that he would come in. Uh, so like mm-hmm. for the people that worked out there all the time for them by the By like the second time, it was like, all right, here's here's another celebrity coming through here. Here's, you know, another which was always weird to me that it was like, oh, they actually shop at the grocery store here. Okay, that that like I give Chevy a little bit of credit for doing his own shopping. But yeah, if you've heard those stories, he he is that type of person as well. Uh, Very not nice to uh, anybody that wants to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. But I so I think like for the California folks to them, it's just like "Eh, it's just another day in the neighborhood, you know. Um, here's, here's Tom Cruise walking by. Here's, you know, Billie Eilish and her brother. Uh, right. here's, you know, whoever else goes, I'm trying to think of celebrities off the top of my head. And for whatever reason, Ellen. we talk the Oscar. Yeah. Ellen, there we, there we go. Cause she always sends her producer every year as well. Right. Um, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Andy. And he gets scared. Um, he does, but that type of, I, I don't think that it would really, I think it adds to the mystique of theirs. I think it actually helps boost theirs because to the well, person yeah, visiting, yeah. it's like for for me if I see like freaking Kiefer Sutherland walking by, I'm going to be like, "Holy shit, dude, Jack Bauer is going into freaking he's going into the shining house. Oh my god, that's so cool. He'll <laughs> like, never get out." Mm, he's still walking through. That's why we haven't gotten a new Ooh. 24. That's where that's right. where Jack Bauer actually ended up. It wasn't a Chinese prison. <laughs> it's
1: 24 years of the shining. <laughs> If and you get that reference, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I guess
0: that's my kind of take on okay. that. I
1: Okay. I I feel like so, for the
0: actors it's just another day for the scare actors there.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, then let's move on to our final part of this which is the scares, the houses. I mean scare zones. The uh, scare zones are scare zones. There's nothing to really like compare too. like they're all going to be different anyways i don't even think we have the same ones most of the time but we do have ip houses that are usually the same so we're going to talk ghostbusters what are your thoughts comparative between the houses in West, uh, like ghostbusters comparatively from west coast to east coast
0: I think Ghostbusters East Coast was still a better one. And, you know, maybe there's a bias to that. Uh, But having watched the walkthrough for the West Coast one, I just noticed, and this is a thing that I noticed kind of when we watched The Shining walkthrough as well, uh, the horror story years, stuff like that. It feels like they do a good job because, listen, it's universal. They're going to they do a good job. But it feels like it's always missing something or feels shorter or feels Mm -hmm. rushed in areas or just that it doesn't click the way that Florida clicks for whatever reason. It just always seems to me, and I've watched the walkthroughs from some of the years where I haven't gone to Florida, and it still feels like for whatever reason, the West Coast one is always just kind of less of a walkthrough or less scares or less scare actors and like with Ghostbusters, more animatronic scares. Like there were more dogs I felt in that house, but there, mm. there are things though that I think they did cool with the Ghostbusters house out in Hollywood that I wish were, they had done here in Florida, like the keymaster outside. That was kind of cool. Uh, getting right. people hyped right before they walked in. Uh, I, right. I thought it was cool. Now, granted, obviously, you know, I was going to bring this up when I saw it. I love that there was more of the Dana sequence Mm, yes yes
1: i saw that Uh, immediately when he's pausing it oh
0: i paused (laughs) it i hit slow motion and i made weird noises out of a production room at work and everybody was like nick's just doing his thing over there don't bother him uh but no, no no what i mean by what i mean by that was you got to see the whole apartment so like i i the door and everything like that that seemed a little bit more fleshed out as opposed to ours but everything else didn't like the library sequence for instance it was just a small little thing it was just one room just one little room right you know it, it felt like it, it just feels like they're kind of missing something and i couldn't figure out the walkthrough of it like with ours out here on the east coast it was beginning of the movie to end of the movie it felt like this mm-hmm. was kind of like middle beginning end. i was like what yeah. what, what do we do how, where are we going with this how are we piecing this house
1: together so right. I don't
0: know. That was my take on it. What's your take?
1: So I agree with you having um, Rick Moranis, having Rick Moranis walking around and communicating with the guests is pretty rad. And the HHN Twitter in California, they actually uh, release passwords that you can say to him and he will give you something. I don't oh. know exactly what it is. Oh, it but looks it like is- he did that in the video, though. yeah yeah it looks like he reaches into his pocket so that's pretty cool uh since they do that i also really love the facade um outside like i love that it was the ghostbusters house that you're walking into um i thought that was a really neat thing to do from there i just don't think they have a cohesive story going on weirdly like when we walked through ghostbusters in florida it felt like we were walking through the movie scene for scene like theirs look like oh here's some cool cool scenes like in between each scene there's these black corridors and some of the scares would come out of there but it just didn't, like, I, I don't feel like you need to have black hallways. Like, that should be a part of the the movie or something like that. Like, you said in yours, um, you, their library part looked weird and didn't feel right. And, like, you know, you see it. You see the old lady, and sh- they do a mirror trick where she turns into a skeleton. And when you walk into the black corridor, that's where she gets from the other side. And, um and then she scares us on the other side of it i don't know i don't i don't think I don't think storytelling-wise, their house was better. I think it definitely has good scares. It definitely have it has great scenery and such. I just, I, I do. I think Orlando did the house better. I'm not saying they do all houses better. I'm not saying that they don't do a great job. I'm just saying watching this Ghostbusters one of how we are comparing, that's what we're comparing.
0: You nailed it, actually. I didn't even, uh, you said it. It's the way that they tell their house's story. That's the Mm -hmm. difference between. That's what's constantly. I couldn't figure it out until you just said it. That's why every time I watch a walkthrough of theirs compared to Florida's, I always Mm -hmm. feel something's off. It's the way they're telling the story in L.A., which is interesting that it's (laughs) the L.A. one is telling a weirder story. L.A. Yeah. Um, But uh, but that's that's what it that's that's got to be what it comes down to.
1: And then also, and I, I'm not really using this as a negative, but I do find it weird that Universal Studios comes up with HHN and they do it for a year in the West Coast and it doesn't make money and they stop doing it for seven years. So, like, I kind of feel like because of that kind of attitude, HHN West Coast is just like, oh, we're doing it because it's – it's a successful thing, but we don't... I'm not saying they don't care about it. That's not what I'm saying. But do you get where I'm going with with that? I like, do, I do. I feel like Florida really just... They, they bit their lip, they got through it, they pulled their ponytail back, and they just made a stellar event. And I feel like Hollywood is just riding the coattails of Florida.
0: Uh, agreed. And I, I don't know, like his... Like, I, I agree, I agree, but yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta fully experience it because I do know somebody that has never done the Florida one that lived out in LA okay. and she swore by the, like, when I told her I'm going to HHN, she was like, oh my God, California is so good. Like she thought I was going to California right. and I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to Orlando, the, the, that one. And she was like, right. oh, well out in California, it's, it's, and that's why I think back to the, the actor thing, like. It's, it's a different vibe for them and it works yeah. and that's why they are playing off of the Florida coattails but it works for them because when she was describing it she's like it's like a big party and I'm like well Orlando's like a big party but it's well done but she was like yeah but it's scary and this and but she's all about the, the California experience and then she actually flew out to California with her boyfriend when they first wow. started dating to do Halloween Horror Nights out there and that wow. was the year of like The Shining and stuff and I was like why the hell didn't you just come to Orlando it's closer it's you know what? So, so there are people out there that I guess do love whatever, whatever they are doing out there has connected and is working. And I do think though, that like you mentioned though, the fact that it kind of failed out there, but Orlando was working and then they were like, we can bring this back. Riding those coattails helped, but they've, 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 they've been able to chip something out there. They've been able to create something out there that does kind of, uh, that has stuck at least.
1: I, I will say this and this is a, if you're a wrestling fan maybe you'll get this reference maybe you're not yeah. but if if Florida is the SummerSlam HHN then it seems like the West Coast is the WrestleMania mm, I would say yeah I guess because you get more
0: of the start on the celebrity about yeah, yes. I'm talking
1: current. I'm talking yes. you get the big stage, you get the glitz and the glamour, you get yes. the the red carpet the, rollout and all of that. You'll get it, but you may not necessarily get the five star match. Where SummerSlam, you get glitz, you get glamour. It's just not as big. But man, sometimes those matches are some of the best ones you've seen.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I can I follow along with that as a wrestling fan. I can. I feel like I can attest to that having not done the L.A. one. Right. But from the way people have reacted and just the person. I know who's all about that one. Uh, And I know we're
1: going to do it so we can finally go. But I have I've heard. Here and there, man, I've heard West Coast is good. I've heard West Coast kind of it, it's weird to go to it once you've done Orlando. So I'm very I'm very interested one day we're going to have to find out.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. Plus, I mean, now that the Oscar, uh, you know, the you know, the Hollywood movie. The Oscar uh, museums opening up. I yeah. really got to get out there to California. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna lie.
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The minute they announced that at the Oscars, I was like, You sons of bitches. Gotta go. I, I pulled a Rick and Morty, I was like, God damn it, I'm in. Like, I was like, <laughs> I'm in, like, <laughs> which I'm fine right, which see. I'm almost caught up to that for all you Rick and Morty fans. I'm like five episodes behind, I'm almost caught up, bitches. Uh, so <laughs> all right, brah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. So, uh, that's my take on Hollywood and Ghostbusters. Cool. Cool beans. Uh, we want to take time out and, uh, do a little retrospective. Yeah, man. All right. HHN 94. Let's relive it next on Hunters podcast.
1: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) 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 Hey, this is Rob. You may know me from the Disney podcast, but
0: guess what? I've got my own show now, too. Join me each week as I discuss the latest news, trailers, and upcoming releases in the movie realm. And, you know, of course, do my review a thing. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Just search Review It Rob. Check you soon. Welcome back final portion of Haunter's Podcast, Mr. Wonderful, Zach Hilton, and uh, we've been doing this for a while now, building up, Zach, to HHN 30. Uh, This was your idea to look back at Halloween Horror Nights from the very beginning all the way up to uh, when we take off and we all get excited and we all finally see what they do for the 30th anniversary down there in Florida. So this week, we are
1: doing our retrospective, HHN 94. HHN 94. That's right, baby. Yeah. Here, here, here. Halloween Horror Nights 1994. And it sounds like it was a pretty sweet year. Um, this is the last year for Robosaurus. Uh, he comes in and apparently makes a return at Sweet 16. So we're going to have to talk about that when that comes down the line. But this is the first year that we get a scare zone at the attraction. Mm. Um, the scare zone is called Horrorwood, and it was in Hollywood. The centralized scare zone featured the Chainsaw Drill team, the Lizzie Borden band, and the a- Axe Corps, and many others. So this is when the Chainsaw started, baby! We're here. Huh. Oh, and also the monks in the hood. Come on. The monks in the hood. The monks I'm in into the hood. It. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty wicked. But uh, house-wise, we have the Boneyard guests enter the catacombs of an ex- excavated uh, insane asylum. Excavated? I don't think that's a good word. Um, anyways. <laughs> That's what it says, but whatever. Uh, Then we get the Dungeon of Terror, which we've seen before. The guests are poised to become the newest victims of the dungeon. Uh, Then we get Hell's Kitchen. Guests are chased by demonic butchers. That sounds fun. Uh, And then once again, we get the Psychopath Maze. Guests check into the motel, but they may not check out. Uh, on top of that, we get shows like Bill and Ted's um, excellent Halloween adventure. But for some reason, the show was called on this one, uh, Bill and Ted meet Time Cop. Oh, very nice. So Time yeah. Cop
0: made an appearance. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, also in the streets, there was a show called The Devil and His Showgirls. At wonderful wishes. He was there. Yes, I do. Let's bring that back for
0: thirty. Come on, let's. I feel like that's something that we do for thirty. Yeah. Show me.
1: That's that's an invasion.
0: Uh, that's a devil invasion. I will
1: appreciate. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, Robosaurus, like I said, was there for his final year, and the price is fright, which uh. Beetlejuice hosts this wild game show beetlejuice hosted a game show all right yes yeah, so the beetlejuice review was still there but this was uh the price is freight. so good times all right. uh there was other attractions like kong foreign nope that's not it that's not the word that's not the word confrontation okay the it but it was spelled with a k Bloodthirsty uh, bloodthirsty terror looks in the street as you attempt to escape New York. Uh, there is a futuristic world of Hanna-Barbera. Uh, then there was Hitchcock 3D Theater once again. Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review, like I said. Jaws the Ride, Back to the Future of the Ride, and E.T., was at this year's event. So 1994. What do you think were some things that would make you want to go? And do you do you have any like eh, I don't know.
0: Burlesque. Yeah. The what? The burlesque. I'd be oh, there. Oh, that yeah. would have made you go. Oh yeah, 100.
1: <laughs> what? Well, I even think the advertising for this because like last year the cover was like a chainsaw going through a pumpkin. Nothing really scary. <laughs> yeah. But like the 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 main promotional art for this was like the universal archways and in the middle was a skull yelling. Ooh. So I'm like, Oh, you guys were getting hardcore at this point.
0: Yeah. All right. So this feels like the year that they were starting to amp it up a little bit more to the, uh, R rating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. It does feel like now we're moving away from universal monster. Cool. Okay. You know, cuteness. And now we're getting into like, okay, let's get, let's get weird all right okay? so, so it's no lo- double and show girls out there
0: all right it's not it's not uh comedy nights anymore they they got they turned yes. it into horror nights finally <laughs> no that's not till 26 <laughs> oh okay i gotcha i gotcha all right that's i gotcha what the tell me. all right just trying to figure this out okay trying to know when it became a comedy show uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh no that's pretty that, no that seems like a fun year. Uh, the idea, though, of a scare zone being added—that that also would have, because like by that point you had three years no scare zones. It's just kind of like, oh, this is one mm-hmm. thing, but now it's like, boom, new scare zone. Boom, we have a we have we're a little more hardcore. Boom, chainsaws and chainsaws. At that time, many of us probably weren't uh, sick and tired of seeing in Simpsons Land. So, uh, you know, that that would have been a cool draw. That it would have been like, oh snap, look at that chainsaw guy. Ah, and then Ooh. you know, fast forward to. When it becomes comedy nights, it's like <laughs> chainsaws in the Simpsons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love that you're playing that bit. Oh, of uh. course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think the first ever scare zone is very cool to think about being like, oh, man, now we, we don't have to wait in houses. We can go to the streets and mess with the scare actors getting us and stuff. Uh, the show sounds good. Yeah, the devil show sounds fun. Um, I'm pretty interested into the the whole uh, Price is Fright uh, which sounds just like it was on the streets and Beetlejuice just doing random yeah. game show stuff. Screaming and then at obviously people. Bill and Ted I'm in for, um, and the houses sound wicked like that, that Hell's Kitchen one, that one sounds demonic and pretty wicked to go through. And price wise, I I'm getting a lot of different prices. Um, I'm looking on fandom at the moment and fandom said uh single day ticket was $36. But I'm also looking on this video from Edit Films that has a physical ticket that says 2226 for a ticket, um, and then there was also a promotion of like a dollar off. But then under it was like ticket price is seventeen dollars. Wow, that's not that bad. So I don't know if it's, you know, varied from um, season pass holders or if it was one of those like Florida residents things, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So but. who knows, who knows what the hell the price of this thing went, but I'm guessing between uh, between $20 to thirty six okay that's
0: do you think that's worth the price? I think that's absolutely worth the price for sure yeah me too. I think so.
1: yeah, I would have gone to four if I could have gone to four. I think I would have gone to four before I would have gone to three uh,
0: agreed I um because by the by the time three you know there was like a new house and all but it was kind of very yeah. uh much the same thing. so yeah knowing yeah. what four is and what three is i I would have much much more rather had gone to uh to four instead for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool deal. Yeah, that's a cool deal. So, uh, so you want to know some other cool things that happened
1: in uh 1994? Oh God damn! <laughs> I forgot you did this. Yeah, I do
0: this bit as well now, where I tell you that uh, in March of 1994, March 21st, that is, was the sixty six Academy Awards, Zach, hosted by one Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, we love Whoopi. And, uh, oh, yeah, uh, you're going to do that. But Schindler's List uh, won a whole bunch of awards, seven awards that year. Best picture, best director for Spielberg. So, yeah, good for the Jews. Let's remember, uh, July 5th, Zach, you love it. Uh, Jeff Bezos, he found Amazon that day. Yes, he founded Amazon on that day. Uh, Also in 1994, let's not forget, O.J. Simpson murdered his wife and then took everybody on a high-speed chase. Yes, that happened in June of 1994. Uh, And, uh, yeah, Uh, he did that also on the day that the New York Rangers had their championship parade (laughs) after ending a 54-year curse of Stanley Cup droughts in New York City and the day that Patrick Ewing had his greatest game ever as an NBA legend for the New York Knicks, but it was put in the bottom of the screen on ABC when the Knicks were uh, beating up on them Houston Rockets. Suck it, Rob. Uh, But you ended up winning the championship, so I guess I should suck it. Uh, But either way, OJ murdered his wife in 1994. So there you have it. Some fun facts for you about 1994, the year that HHN 94 took place.
1: Did you really go to the bathroom? were you saying something? You
0: son of a bitch. I'm
1: sorry. What What? What? Did I miss?
0: Uh, you missed the fact that I just kind of was like, hey, OJ took everybody on a high-speed chase on oh. June 17th of 1994, a day that the Rangers oh. won- celebrated a Stanley Cup. You know, I just wanted to talk oh, right, about my damn me, Rangers. I just so wanted to be like, all happy because I have one championship in 32 years of life going on 33 years of life, and you didn't even let me have that for 1994.
1: Make sure you subscribe to Podbean. Uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Uh, we're also on Google. Do all that. Make sure you go to that YouTube. We're playing a new VR game. We're playing Resident Evil Seven Biohazard starting this week. So make sure you check that out. Um, we have a Facebook Hunter's Podcast. We have a Twitter at Hunters Pod. Isn't that right? Wonderful. Maybe. I'm sad. Oh, I don't want you to be sad. It's okay. I'll I'll be back. I love you. I'll I'll talk to you all on on Saturday with the Patreon. New Crypt Farm.
0: We start season two.
1: Hey. Sales from the Crypt in season two. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, man. Oh, God, I'm single and lonely. (laughs) Stay scary, my friends.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunter's Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you.